Hey, I'm Cynthia Koffel, and this is Better Regulate Than Never. This is a show where young people can find so much information about emotional health and ways that they can unlock their greatest potential. So I'm so glad that you joined me today because you are going to start this amazing journey that you won't even believe. Hey, you. Thank you for joining me for episode number 18 of Better Regulate Than Never. One of the most talked about topics in my office and even in some of my friend circles is anxiety. We hear so much about it, and sometimes it feels like this word is thrown around to mean a lot of things. I do think there are a lot of levels of anxiety, and everyone deals with anxiety differently. One thing I know for sure is that everyone experiences anxiety. If you are a living, breathing human, you experience anxiety at least sometimes. Today, I want to talk to you about what it is, and I'm going to reference my earlier episodes because the way the ways that you deal with anxiety follow the model, which I outlined in those episodes. So definitely go back and re-listen to them or listen to them for the first time. And don't forget that there are worksheets in the show notes of each of those episodes to help kind of walk you through the ways to change negative thoughts into more positive thoughts. Anxiety is the fear or apprehension of what is to come. We are always a little afraid when we are doing something new, like giving a presentation or going to a job interview. That is where everyone experiences anxiety. But then there are some people that have the fear and apprehensive feeling most of the time even when there is not a specific event that is triggering it. This can be due to brain chemistry or modeling behavior of our family members who may experience high elevations of anxiety. Um, There's probably a lot of reasons why people have different levels of anxiety. And when it's a brain chemistry thing, sometimes people need to take medication to help level out the chemicals that are in our brain to help us stay more stabilized in our mood. Um, And there's nothing wrong with that. And so I hope that you, um, if you are somebody that needs medication because your anxiety or, and or depression has to do with brain chemistry and that um, different chemicals in your brain might be lacking or too much of, um, and medications can help, please be open to that. It doesn't have to mean something bad. But I also think that if you are somebody who needs medication, you also need talk therapy because I think it's really good to also learn ways to deal with those feelings, even if it is a brain chemistry thing. So um, it's great if those things can kind of work together. And if you have any questions about that, you can always send me a message and I can help you figure that out. Remember that all feelings are just a vibration in your body. Feelings cannot kill us. Now, feelings can feel bad um, physically and emotionally, but none of it feels so bad um, that we need to try to avoid it as much as we do or try to resist it like we do so often. 
If we can train ourselves to feel and sit through any emotion, we are going to be unstoppable because there's the only thing that can stop you from doing things is your worry that you might feel bad. And if you know you can feel it and be fine, then you'll be able to go through it and you won't get paralyzed by things that um, seem too hard to do. In the feelings and emotions episode, we talked about getting very specific in describing your emotions by explaining where in the body you are feeling it and how does it feel. So does your skin feel hot or does it feel like pins and needles are pricking your skin? Do you feel sweat forming on your forehead? Does your stomach feel queasy? Really get specific with where and how does it feel. Anxiety is caused by your thoughts. Remember, anxiety is a feeling and feelings are created by our thoughts. When you are anxious, take five minutes to write down everything you are thinking. You will see phrases and sentences that are in your brain that are causing your anxiety. Sometimes we don't even know why we feel anxious. So this exercise helps us to pinpoint what thoughts are causing it so that we know which ones to later work on. I read a book recently by Ian Cron and Suzanne Stabile, and they describe a process to go through to help us to look at unhealthy patterns of thinking and acting. And the first step is to stop. When you are feeling anxious, stop what you are doing and observe it. Take some deep belly breaths and watch what is happening right now. What does this feel like in my body? What am I thinking that is causing this feeling? Here are four questions that Ian and Suzanne suggest. What am I believing right now? How does it make me feel? Is it true? And who would I be if I let go of that thought? Don't use this as a time to bully yourself or to have negative self-talk because that's not going to help you. Just be curious about what you are thinking and feeling. When you are very anxious, it's important to pause and notice your thoughts. Let's look at this example. You notice on social media that some of your friends got together and you were not invited. You may start telling yourself that you don't have any friends, everyone hates you, you are a loser, and this is going to cause a lot of anxiety and upset feelings. So ask those four questions. What am I believing right now? Well, that I'm a loser and that no one likes me. How does it make me feel? Terrible. Like I want to stay in bed all day. Is it true? Well, it feels true, but it really isn't true because I do know that I'm not a loser and that I do have friends. People do like me. So who would I be if I let go of that thought? Well, I would be a person who would not assume that people don't like me just because I don't get invited to a get together. Now that's pretty simplified, but it is a way for you to really start questioning your thoughts and think about, you know, is this 
am I being ridiculous here? And a lot of times, a lot of times we are being ridiculous. So just think about that because we use a lot of, this is ruining my life and I'm the worst and I'm a loser and everyone hates me. And, and when we really stop and think about it, those things are not true. If you think the world is ending or you'll never be happy again, or your whole life is ruined, notice that and then remind yourself it's just a feeling or it's just a worry and it doesn't mean it's true. Try saying these positive phrases to yourself. This is temporary. Everything is going to be okay. Even if everything is not okay, I can handle it. One day at a time, one hour at a time, one minute at a time. Now, I have not experienced anything as devastating as a child dying, and I can't even imagine the people that do go through that. But um, I do know that when people have experienced those kinds of terrible, tragic things, um, they tend to use mantras like one minute at a time, one hour at a time, one day at a time. And um, I could see where, you know, if you look ahead and you just think about how devastating your life is without that person, thinking about it like, well, in the next minute, I'm going to make a cup of tea and start to drink it. Or in the next hour, I'm going to get out of bed and I'm going to take a shower and I'm at least going to go outside and walk around my block or, you know, like thinking about just what's the next step when the whole picture is too much to handle. It's important to come up with a list of phrases that are positive and can interrupt those racing negative thoughts. This will help you get a handle on how you are feeling. You should also have a list of activities that you enjoy and would be willing to do to change your state of mind. So if you like the outdoors, go outside for a walk. Do other types of exercise you enjoy. Anxiety does build up a lot of energy inside of yourself, so use it for something positive instead of using the energy to beat yourself up. Some people like to do some cleaning, and that would also get rid of some of that energy. What about meditation? Don't forget that I recorded two meditations that I released at the end of December. You can always go back and listen to those over and over again to have a time to calm down. Take a hot shower or a bath. Take a nap. You should come up with a list of activities that you enjoy that would help shift your mood if you ever need a mood shifter. I want you to know that working with anxiety is a lifelong practice. It isn't something that you master and you never deal with anxiety again. As long as you are living, there will be anxiety. So that is why I want you to adopt some positive ways to deal with it so that it doesn't paralyze you. I have seen many students give up on dreams because they let anxiety run their life. I want you to be in control of your anxiety. If you cannot learn to name and define your emotions and find positive ways to work through them, you will have more suffering than you want. Please learn how to deal with anxiety now 
so that you will be an expert on it by the time you are an adult. Some of you may learn to live life with anxiety quietly buzzing in the background while you are happy and living a full life. That actually can happen. And I feel fortunate that I don't have that kind of anxiety that's just always there. But I know many successful, happy, productive, healthy people who are anxious all the time, but they just kind of let it sit there um, and they ignore it while they go on with their lives. And that's really what I would hope for you if you have that kind of anxiety. Um, and maybe that would is what it would be like if you had to take medication for it, that it would still be there, but you're able to work around it. So I'm hoping that these things will help you be able to do that. So don't forget to go back to episodes one through five and remind yourself of how you start to change negative thinking to at least neutral thinking, if not positive thinking. After those thoughts become believable, you can start changing them into positive thoughts. We all experience negative emotions, and sometimes we want our emotions to be negative. Like if you just found out that your mom has just found out she had cancer, you're not going to want to feel happy about that. That's not positive. Um, But you also don't want to become hysterical about it or anxious about it to the point where it's ruining everything about your life right now. Um, So when you can name your feelings and look at them and, and then you get to decide, how do I want to feel about this? Um, And you may decide, you know, I want to feel really bad about it today, but tomorrow I'm going to, you know, come up with a plan to, to tackle some of these feelings. I mean, whatever it is, but just don't let yourself stay in that state where you can't move and you can't get anything done because it's not going to be helpful to you. So this is kind of like how I end the episodes, but because we get to choose what we think about anything, we need to choose wisely the things that we think. Um, so that we can make our lives more manageable. I'm so glad you listened today. And I hope that if you are experiencing a lot of anxiety, that these are things that can help you start trying to interrupt those thoughts. If you need help with your anxiety, please talk to a trusted adult about how you might be able to get help with it. Um, You can always talk to your medical doctor about these things too. And sometimes they're not the person that would actually help you with it, but they can give you some ideas of people that could help you. And again, don't worry if you need to take medication, maybe you would only need to take it for a short time until you could get a handle on some behavioral things you could do to help. So um, just make sure you talk to adults about how you're feeling about that. Please share this episode with your friends. I have so many friends that struggle with anxiety and I hear about it so much from people. So please, if you have a friend that talks to you about anxiety, share this episode with them and maybe they can adopt some new ideas and activities that could help them because that's what this podcast is about is helping young people find new and better ways to deal with their lives so they can be so successful and productive And I just want that for all of you. So please um, share this when it looks like it's something that would be helpful to someone. 
And don't forget to rate and review these episodes so that other people can find us. I can't wait to talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to Better Regulate Than Never. Music in this episode was provided by archesaudio.com. Make sure you check out the show notes for links and activities that will help you to get the most out of this episode. I cannot wait to talk to you next week. If you enjoy this show, don't forget to review and rate us wherever you get podcasts.